Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. That's got to be good for ratings. Oh, man, I was up late last night. Woo! I tell you what, I've been reading some comments about the podcast, and it gives you the right mind frame and the right mindset to actually feel positive about this podcast that we're going in the right direction. I can say that uh, you have more energy today than you did Monday. I feel like you were still a little hungover on Monday from your trip to the mountains. You didn't even really talk about your trip to the mountains, and I was like, wow, this dude really, he tied one on or something because, man, you looked rough. But you got to realize, the average person, Billy, my buddy, he goes on a vacation, or not a vacation, a weekend thing. He's off on Friday. He's off on Monday. You'll see Billy on Wednesday. I mean, in our world, dude, we're working Friday, back Monday, live on national radio across America. My lovely people, the Thunderdome. Darn. But see, you know what I mean? I No, I get it. They so. they have the, the, the luxury of taking extra days or they're... Like, man, I'm so tired. Travel day yesterday, coming back from the Bahamas. Let me go ahead and work from home today. We don't have that option. That luxury. And even crazier, we got there late on Friday at 7 p.m. Why? Tell me about it. Well, traffic. There was a horse trailer turned over. We thought some of the fawns may have died. We assured Bay they were all there eating grass. Only one horse was handcuffed. Everything was good. Uh, it was the horse that was driving, I believe, DUI. <laughs> <laughs> But we talked. We talked. So, he, he was in the back of the paddy wagon. Yes. <laughs> I really do think it was the horse trainer or the dude that owns the horses. Let his daughter drive. She was explaining it to the cops. Dude, all the horses flipped over. The trailer totaled. T- truck totaled as well. Horses just chilling, eating grass on the side of the road. How does that? How do you get all the horses just to chill? Well, I mean, they obviously flipped over, but they must just be just like animals. So they may be in shock just like a human, like when they fall, like get hurt, and they're like, oh, man, nothing's wrong. Animals are more flexible. I'd say cats, dogs. I've seen a, there's a video on the internet of a dog jumping from like an eighth story and living, just walks right off after it. Yeah, horses, it doesn't seem that way because like if they get a broken leg, they're dead. True, that's running, and it's also I'm because... Because like at the Kentucky Derby, they run, they break their leg, they euthanize them right there on the track. I get that, but that's also them going 60 miles an hour. It's 200 pounds on it. They're not they're not in motion. I hate to get talk physics here, but they're not, in, they're not an in motion object. 
They're inanimate when they're in the horse trailer. So that's maybe how yeah, they're able to live. They're standing there, and the horse trailer flips over. You would think their leg – I mean, humans break their legs when they're in a wreck. You would think a horse who's standing on their leg, they flip over. Maybe have their seatbelts on. <laughs> Click it or ticket. X the text, horsey. But we got there late Friday. Tell me about the drive. Bro, we were out Sunday at 6 a.m. Not 6 a.m. I was. I learned this weekend about sensationalizing. I got in trouble for sensationalizing. So we got we so we're there 36 hours. Try and have fun in 36 hours. Get back to work on Monday. See you, man. I'm not complaining. I'm just explaining. Yes, and so on Sunday you were the one that had to drive. Sunday I told them in a text thread on Monday. Never let your sober self Monday speak for your hungover self on a Sunday. I said, hey boys, I'll handle it all. I'll, I'll do all the driving back on Sunday. Yep. Sunday came around. They had a couple pre buddies in the old cab in, in the old cabin. They they were all feeling good. They were doing they were doing Burger King. Me, dude, I had no appetite whatsoever. Hung, driving, stone cold, silence, sober, bored. I said at times it was like he was off a cliff because you're in the mountains, smoky mountains. Therein lies the title. Did you the drive there? Would you have rather now looking back? Would you have rather been the driver on the way there or the way home? The way there, but it wasn't an option. It had already been spoken for. So then I stepped up as a man, kind of like defending my, not defending, but representing my household. I said, guys, I got it on the way back. That was me saying, oh, on on the Dodd front, Eric's going to drive. On the one single dude, Grayson, he said, I'll take over as well. Then I said, oh, from the Baser household, I will drive all of Sunday. It, it was actually, uh, it was more than I reckoned I probably should have done. What did you guys do in the mountains, man? Should we start the show first? Yeah, 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 man, yeah. 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 All right. Ray, seriously, what did you guys do? I mean, really, I have no idea what you do in Gatlinburg. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, usually you go to Gatlinburg to go hiking, and I know your asses didn't go hiking. Arnold is, we give him off just like Billy with his vacations. Arnold gets off until late in the week, so he'll maybe be back on Friday. Yeah, and the next week is Thanksgiving. Is he even going to come in, or we is he traveling? all of Thanksgiving and the whole month of December off. No, we, that's too much. We're going to have to call him back. <laughs> We're going to tell him that's cancel his plans. We're going to do it live. We are the one, two, three. Sore losers. What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Y'all, it is Sizzin. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side with Baser for now, moving north of town with Baser very soon. Right now, we still have the white picket fence at the apartment complex. Justin has moved back. We hang out now more with Bill, hanging out in the clubhouse a lot more on the weekends. Do Bill and Justin get along? They're best friends. Good. But, but yeah, and the whole group's about now back together. So. And but yeah, Ruiz? We didn't, Ruiz moved north of town. Yeah, but does she ever see Justin? No, she doesn't, but she works actually at a bar very close to our apartment, so we very well could run into each other. Did her and Justin, did they end on good terms? Yeah. Good. Yeah. We would all go to brunch together and stuff. Really? Yeah. Even after they had their fling? Uh, I believe so. I don't know the exact timeline. I'd hate to love to not to say it perfectly correct. I don't know which fell first, the donkey or the egg. So I see what you're saying. Right. So what did you guys go to Gatlinburg for? I didn't. Was it just a let's get out of town weekend? Dude, it's a guy planning something. What do you and me do? do Most guys don't plan it. Usually the women plan it. What have we planned? Golf. The convention, damn it. I gave you a wide open. We planned the oh. convention, and guess why the convention's going to be bomb-ass? Because you actually planned it. And what I realized with this Gatlinburg trip, 
Dude, if Eric hadn't texted us two months ago and said, hey guys, we should do a Gatlinburg weekend, we would have never done it because that's the society and life we live now. People are fly by the seat of their pants, uh, grab a drink here, where are the kids? Oh, I got to pick them up. See ya. Life's fast. Rat race. Hello, Nashville. City mouse. Country mouse. Dude, if Doc- Tractor mouse. Ha! <laughs> Dude, if Dot hadn't made that power move, I mean, we would have never done it. Okay. But then it actually looked like it all kind of went in with the girls. It, I guess originally it was for the chicks' birthdays because they all kind of fall in November. So and Your then chick's it, birthday's in November? Late November. And his is that same week. It, Anna's was on that Saturday. Got it. Okay. So, but yeah, so I mean, it looks so well thought out. We're like, oh, Amy's going on a bachelorette trip from the big show. We're going to Gatlinburg. We've been playing it for like five months. Yeah, me, we haven't had any of that. Uh, I did get hit up by Garrett, seeing if we wanted to go to Vegas in January. Can't do it, because Garrett has a job. He can just go in the middle of the week. But Garrett's planning, though. I like that. I know. He was like, hey, would you like to join Missy and I in Vegas? And it's like a Tuesday through a Thursday, like a Tuesday night, Wednesday, Thursday night, come back Friday morning. I said, bro, I have a job where I can't take off in the middle of the week. And his busy time... <laughs> we both do the same explanation to our friends. I'm like, bro, like I, I don't know like what kind of job you do. Oh, you work you work retail, you work you're you're running a grocery store. I understand that. He owns a grocery store for God's sake. He doesn't own it, but he has been working there since he was sixteen years old. So put He the, has equity in the company, right? So put the uh two and two together, he's pretty high up in the grocery store business and he can just take off in the middle of the week. He can't take off right now because holidays, it's pretty busy. Holiday. Thanksgiving, Christmas, super packed. Holiday. After that, it kind of dies down, and he's ready to go to Vegas. And I'm like, can't do it. And also, January, that's Sore Losers Convention. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the week before he wants to go to Vegas. And I was like, dude, how come last year you didn't just come to the convention? If you like going to Vegas in January, he's like, that's my bad. But he's not coming this year either. Don't worry. He doesn't listen to this crap. I don't know if Greg used to, Greg used to listen. I don't know if Greg listens anymore. My brother-in-law, Ryan, used to listen. Shout out. No idea if he listens. If he hears this, he'll hit me up. And I think people listen that I don't even know because Anna was saying the whole weekend, she goes, oh, so Justin's your best friend? Did I say that on this podcast? Yeah. Because I know I didn't say it on The Big Show. Yeah, and I found out that Frytag listens. So I went to high school with the Frytags, okay? Son and daughter. And I guess the son got married and his wife now listens to the podcast. That's crazy. And there was a Facebook post where they all went to an LSU game. Yes. Seven Caraway. listeners. Yeah. Oh, uh, B. Baynack McNamee. Uh, wow. uh, who else? It was Caraway there. Mosina, Mosinas was there. Uh, she was flaunting, you know, oh, look at me. I'm a Bills fan. Martinez was there. But they did it under the sore loser's flag, which is fine. Fly whatever flag you want. But I appreciate you guys knowing where you came from, your roots. Yeah, they uh, you came from us. You guys are our offspring. No, they said they were getting ready for Coaches Convention Three. Getting, they were training for Coaches Convention Three. Training their livers. Yes. Uh so yeah, I find out random people listen all the time, which is cool. Yeah, that's the business of being a public figure. But you don't realize, like, I mean, little Clinton, uh, his sister, she got married to Lance. And Lance listens. It's crazy. His name's Lance Cox. In your face. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm glad you, you had a great weekend. 
You guys got kicked out of some bars. Yeah, I guess really the the only highlight highlights and lowlights, whatever you want to view them as. The whole weekend started at the cabin. All get there late. Anna, it was her birthday weekend, so she tied one on. First five minutes of the trip, she took a champagne glass and just broke it over the table. <laughs> it was like, but hey, was she drinking on the ve- in the vehicle on the way there? Yeah, in Tennessee, you're allowed to. I, I didn't. I'm not saying. I was just asking. It's if, legally allowed here. If she is smashing the glass in there, the signs that she was drinking on the road. Yeah, and so then, hey, it's birthday weekend, so I just got on the floor, started mopping. <laughs> Let's get this cleaned up, baby. <laughs> birthday weekend. Let these people do hey, what they want. Hey. Can't leave the can't leave the spill. Got to clean it right away. I'm Ray. I stress out, dude. And so we're drinking, and games are going on. We had the theater room, NBA, outdoor room, college football on pool table. Racked them a hundred times this weekend. Ended up up. Where was $40. the pool table? Downstairs or upstairs? Downstairs. Okay. And uh, and dude, I get hammered. Okay. And so my one buddy chews, and they're called Zen packs or something like X Y Z N or some shit. No idea. Like Luke Combs does them. They're okay. starting to get popular. And then people spit them in the urinal. Sure. You know what? You know what? I I do not understand that. Is why you have gum in your mouth or you have one of those dick things and you spit it in the urinal. Like, hey, dumbass! You know someone has to take their actual fucking hands and pick that out. You know the little knobs on the urinal cake are so that the pee doesn't spray everywhere. They're supposed to direct the pee down. That's legit. I know. didn't know that. But I I when I see gum in there or one of those dip things, I'm like, some dude that is. Like, not making a lot of money, probably, has to go in there with their own fingers and pick that out of a pea-soaked urinal. Your people are disgusting. Isn't it the guy we tip on the way out? (laughs) I don't don't think it's him. Dude, he's getting paid. So anyways, I'm hammered. My buddy gives me a Zen pack, and he goes, hey, in five minutes, you'll start to feel it. You're going to feel it for five minutes, and then you'll be fine. Well, in five minutes, I felt it. I turned green. I couldn't make it the other five minutes. He said, until you're out of the woods. Bro, I started warfing all over the patio. <laughs> so what did they bring out? Mop bucket number two. They're out there dumping <laughs> water. All I knew is there was all kinds of tubs, dude. You, so, went, you went full sandlot? Yeah. So I thought I was, it was a night for me. I'm, I'm donezo. All the steak we'd made, they had some tomahawk that we all crushed. Gone. I'm stomach, all over the patio. Stomach's completely empty. Next morning, they told me, "Oh, we were at the we were on the hot tub. We watched games. We were betting. We played another fifty games of pool." All right, great. I'm, FOMO. I missed out on that. So when you go to bed like that, does Bay go with you or does she stay up and party? It's a great question. Uh, checking the timeline, I believe she maybe stayed up a little bit, but then came to bed because when we woke up, we both felt pretty great. Got it. I go down. People are hung over balls and stuff, and so we're starting to talk. Hey. Family betting, what are we doing? We're in Tennessee. Everybody can place bets. So the bets are starting to fly. Sucky thing is it's Eastern time. Games aren't going to start till like damn noon. We're up at 9. They got paid. Oh, what, and what are you going to do? Well, I mean, I'm saying we Go got Go for all- a hike. No. No. That's the thing, dude. The hike situation, it's like you're going to get lost and damn attacked by a damn bear. That could happen. Because there are bears. And that story, this is foreshadowing, will happen in about two seconds. So uh, so we go downtown. The one dude doesn't drink. We have an 18-passenger van. We rock up in this, just head downtown. I tried to hit up a couple places like Old Red, another place called Howard's, I think. Tried to DM them and get comps and shit. What'd they say? Uh, no response. Uh, did you do it from the Sore Losers account or the Ray account? Yeah, it was my account. I should have done well, it for yeah, Sore Yeah, Sore Losers gets more respect. So Especially, she- we are huge in Gatlinburg. So we go to Old Red, all right? This would have been my positive plug. We show up, open the door. Wow. 
I mean, it is about five families that all just woke up and there's no music playing and you can hear crickets. So I said, uh, oh, yeah, we'll do a table for 10. Walked out and I go, guys, uh, we're going to go ahead and cancel that table for 10. And we started hitting the streets. Where's going to be the next best popping place? Yeah, where's popping in Gatlinburg at 10 a.m.? Where is the music flowing? Where is the drinks flowing? Dude, so we see. Uh, Nowhere. No, no, no. It's flowing. Trust me. Trust me. So we no, see, the, what's flowing is that little river that goes through that little creek that goes through the center of town. Correct. Thank you. Okay, so we see uh, elevator, and it's just leading to this promised land. You can start to see some people raving upstairs, raging upstairs, and so I'm like, guys, let's take this thing. Let's take this thing. We get up there. It's a Mexican restaurant with nothing but sombreros. Let's go. Where's my business clip? And so we head up there, dude, and that's when we're, dude, we're. Obviously, they'd already had a couple on. Some of them, I think, were still drunk from the night before. And I start, we start telling waitresses, hey, it's birthdays. They got sombreros flying around. There's tequila shots. At one point, there was two trays. Love it. I had no idea you get double-dosed on it. So, I mean, dude, we're taking... Uh, they come around with paparazzi, and so I'm taking pictures of them so it looks like they're our paparazzi, but uh, but they charge you then for those pictures. Oh. So, uh, so Dodd, since it was his wife's birthday... <laughs> He paid $140 for these pictures. Stop it. Yep. He we got paid- one of them. Got him on the on the table right now. You're going to need to post that, please. But I, I you, <laughs> let me let me understand. <laughs> Dot is rich, rich, because he paid $140 for a little photo that they come around at your table at a Mexican restaurant, and they, they print it out, and they make you feel guilty about wanting to buy it. We got upsold by the obvious upsell of all oh. Gatlinburg. You just tell the people, hey, I don't want a picture. Not only do we let them take a picture, then we got suckered into the upsell. Oh, you got to get the whole package. We you did. Can get, you can get three 5x10s, a 4x6, an 8x2, a 3x8, all that. And so then we went to the donkey downstairs. You could ride the donkey. There was bets flying up who could hang on the longest. I held on for like 30 seconds. The dude, Grayson, he was on for maybe, it was close. He was maybe 25 or something. But so who would have gone longer? You were locks. Because Locke said he was going to go on that pole for two minutes, Dude, man. They greased that. They greased that donkey, though. But anyway, so that was over. We head downtown, all right? But what so, happened about the stolen sombrero? That's what I'm going to say. So we're leaving there, and Anna had the sombrero on, okay? And so we're walking out the door, and there's workers, workers, walkie-talkie. Are you going to get the girl? Yep, she's got the sombrero. Hey, you know, they're, they're obviously speaking in Spanish. Some of it's hard to understand. I'm trying to convert it for you guys, translate yep. it. And they're like, yep, yep, they're coming over. She's coming through. Yep, just go ahead and grab it. Yep, grab it. She walks right through the exit and out the door, out the door into Gatlinburg, bro, <laughs> with the sombrero. <laughs> and that sombrero, if you actually looked at it, it was straight up from downtown Mexico City. I mean, it, it may have been the founder of that restaurant brought that from his homeland and came into America. They set up a Mexican restaurant, and then that sombrero has been there for years. It's gone. I mean, we walk it out on Gatlinburg, Gatlinburg Avenue. Is that when you got tackled by Gatlinburg police? That came up very soon. So we're out there with all drinks. We had all gotten to goes, and everybody had their drinks, you know. So and then, which later, we are like, hey, were we allowed to drink on the streets in Gatlinburg? We checked it. You're not. No, uh, probably not Las Vegas, man. But uh, we had solo cups. Everybody had their uh, styrofoam cups, and one of the chicks had a glass bottle of Coors Light, <laughs> and we proceeded to go into Old Red. <laughs> And in Old Red, apparently must just be all plastic, because they know right away if you have glass. She pulls it out of her coat. She had a nice little pocket. It was layer season. 
She pulls it out and starts drinking out of a bottle. The bartender goes, give me that, and just grabs it from her. I mean, totally turned the vibe of the entire birthday party. Grabs it from her, throws it in the trash. There's a manager over. I think a security guy came over. How did this get through? I don't think this is everything. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going back and forth, whether to just b bounce us out of that entire bar, get us the hell back on the streets. They let us chill for a hot minute. But we were out very soon after. Wow. But they, that's the thing. That's the tell. They know if you have glass, you didn't get it there, kick them the fuck out. Got it. And so then, obviously, the girl was sad, you know. Can you bleep she, that? Yeah. Uh, she was sad. She got her bottle stolen and everything. And she was one of the birthday girls. It was Bay's birthday, too, but hers isn't for another couple weeks. And she was emotional because she got in trouble and she'd been drinking and... Yep. And you then, get a little angry, like, why would you just steal it from me? Yeah, it was, it was that. It was that. And then, so it was back to the 18-passenger van... Back to the place. We're watching football. It was like four. We got nothing but football, theaters, a treasure chest of drinks that we were just sucking off the whole night. And our one buddy, though, we counted wrong. One of the guys got left in downtown Gatlinburg. Oh, my God. So Grayson hits us up and goes, hey, hey, guys, I've been walking. I've walked maybe a couple miles now. I can't get up this grade. I mean, it's like the incline. It's a 90-degree angle. He goes, I, I need I need you guys. I need you guys. Bro had walked all the way across Gatlinburg trying to find our cabin. <laughs> the one dude that didn't drink, he's in the 18-passenger van, goes up and picks him up. <laughs> and then also, um, none of us are hungry. I, I, when you're drinking, are you hungry? Not usually. All right. So, uh, But so at the end of the night, you just think, oh, man, I should eat something. I'm not hungry, but I'm drunk, so I know I'm going to be hungry, and this is going to make me feel better in the morning. Story's got about two minutes left to it. So the one nice guy that doesn't drink, Steven, he's an amazing dude. Singer, songwriter, everything. He's great. Phenomenal. He goes and picks up Grayson, and he's like, guys, I thought of you. Got you four big-ass pieces of pep, a big-ass boxes of pizza. Gatlinburg pizza, no less. Oh, there is. And if you guys know anything, New York pizza holds not a candle to Gatlinburg pizza. <laughs> <laughs> he rolls in with him, dude. Everybody starts whispering. Because, dude, nobody drinking is hungry. Not one person. Everybody's appetites are gone, okay? Because we'd been drinking the night before. We had the Mexican. Nobody's appetite is right. He comes in. He wants to be the savior. He has four big pizzas, and the girls start whispering, Everybody, you've got to eat a piece of pizza. You've got to eat a piece of pizza. Steven just waited, waited in line for an entire hour for this pizza. <laughs> you've got to eat a piece of pizza. Dude, so there's everybody at the dining room table, and it's like when your parents, like you would go, I don't know, you'd go eat with your friends or something, and then you'd have to fake like you're eating your mom's meatloaf at home. Dude, we're all eating. I'm eating one piece of pepperoni. Look over the other dude. He's eating a crust. I mean, nobody had an appetite, and we're all just faking like we're eating the pizza. I felt so, I felt so, it was one of those, dude. It was like, you gotta, for our parents, man. So we all go to bed, okay? That's the end of it. We're going, uh, finished up cleaning up and stuff. There was one one bag of trash that would not fit in any trash can. I'm starting to sober up because I knew I had to drive in the morning. Anna's cleaning the shit out of the kitchen. Like, I mean, she spit shine that son of a bitch, okay? Because there was a list of 30 things we had to do. No soiled towels. You had to strip the bed. You had to hunt, hang a comforter on the clothesline. Bullshit. Anyway, so we had done the whole list. I'm like, Anna, there's one bag of trash that will not fit in anything. What do we do with it? I'm just like, hey, I'll go put it by the trash can. Fuck it. So I go out there, and the trash is locked down. The bleep. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. The language. You got Maddox Potts, who's 15, listening. So if you guys have been to Gatlinburg, these trash cans are on lock. There's a pad lot. There's both sides. All sides of it are yeah, metal. Yeah, because of what? Bears. Exactly. It's a major situation, dude. So I put the trash. I lean it up again. Drunk, slightly drunk me. Leans it up against the metal. Totally 
outside in the open, not padlocked, not metaled down or anything. Get up in the next, go to sleep. We get up the next day. Everybody's trying to leave. It was like a random can. All right, I get, I go throw it to the trash. I go out to the trash, dude. <laughs> the bag is strung from one side of the driveway to the other. And we had a vodka bottle. Bro, and the fucking top of the vodka bottle was knobbed off. The bear, coyote, bobcat, I don't have to know. Or homeless. No, or elk had just started sucking on this Tito's bottle. <laughs> Dude, and it, there was bear shit. It, it was just strung, okay? So if you guys are in Gatlinburg, man. And you see a drunk bear. If you see a bear with a major molar problem and it's bleeding, you know, it's got a tooth issue, root canal. That bear did the Tito's thing right up its molars, and he's in downtown Gatlinburg right now with half of a Tito's bottle in his mouth. <laughs> and nobody would really believe me the next day as we're all leaving, you know, we're giving daps. It was like, hey, what's up, bro? Yep, bro. Up, have fun in Atlanta, bro. Yeah, y'all have fun in Nashville. Yep, later, bro. Yep, y'all's drives four hours. Yep, later, bro. Yep. Later. Yep. Yep. Good sunglasses. Yep. Thanks, bro. Thanks, man. Nice coat. Yep. Later, bro. Hey, did you guys know that there was a bear in here last night? He tore all the trash up. Everybody's like, everybody must have been hungover shit because they're all just like, huh, that's crazy. I'm like, guys, there's literally a torn up bag that I just had to throw in the trash because a bear ripped through it. But uh, nobody really thought that was that crazy. Uh, there's bear prints right there. Well, yeah, whatever, man. I don't believe you, man. Well, I mean, uh, we had like the, we had like the Range Rover and stuff. And I'm like, is there any scratches or anything? All good? I mean, bro, that bear could have come right through any of those cars. Could come right through the door, man. Come to see you guys. Ray, you brought him home, man, in the 18-passenger van. Good driving. <laughs> and now with that, we're done with Gatlinburg, and we'll be right back. <coughs> you okay? Yeah, man, I was just thinking about that bear. All right, let's take a break. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai, If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. Last night, oh, Ray, I was so excited. The number one team in the country was taking the floor in Chicago. I'm talking about my Kansas Jayhawks. We got this first time I've got to see Hunter Dickinson in a Kansas uniform, and oh baby, Kansas didn't very good. They won though. Yeah, 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 yeah. They won. When was the game? Last night. <laughs> Dude, and I don't know why they do this little Champions Classic or whatever the hell it is, but why is Kansas always the late game? They had the first game at 6. Kansas is supposed to start at 8.30. They have the college football playoff reveal in between. Ohio State dropped. No, I don't, I'm just saying. Kansas doesn't end until like 11 p.m. You watched the sucker? Hell yes, I did. No less. And let me tell you. I'm proud of those boys, Ray, Abuke, and the boys. No, Azabuke's not there Damn anymore. Damn it. He's the only one I knew. Azab- what about Dicker? No, Grady Dick's in Toronto now. <laughs> He's- I got to get updated on my Kansas team. Grady Dick averaging like three points a game in the NBA. Bro, should have stayed in college. We could have made you the number one pick this year, but whatever. You'd be dominating. Anyway, so we start out, in the, like right off the jump, the broadcast says, oh, Kentucky will have none of their big men. They will be missing two seven-footers. And I'm like, well, hell yeah, Hunter Dickinson's going to have a field day. And we jump out 8 nothing with Dewan Harris, Kevin McCullers, uh, Hunter Dickinson, K.J. Adams of Westlake High School, Go Chaparrells. What was the first guy you said? The first guy, Dewan Harris. You ready, taking notes? Yeah, because you're going to talk about him all damn year. Yeah, Hunter Dickinson from Michigan. Hunter Dick. Hunter Dick. We always got to have a dick on our team. All right. I got two of the guys. KJ Adams, he Westlake. Sounds no load. Good oh, enough. he's really good. KJ Adams played lacrosse at a high level growing up. Then he changed to basketball. Who's the coach? Bill Self or Bill Self? No, Bill hot Se- water? no, Bill Self with his heart transplant plant, and he has lost a lot of weight. He is, looks in shape. He looks ready to go. And no Adidas gear after the Don't verdict. forget Kevin McCullers. That's all you need to know. That's the only players we have. That's it. Four. 
Dude, I'm going to reel those off to brother next week, and I'm going to freaking blow them away. <laughs> Dude, we have four players. That's all. It's unbelievable that we're I, – I don't know. We jump out 8 nothing, then it's 11-3, to and then we get down by like 15 or 16 points, right? It was – What a roller coaster. Onslaught. They were draining every three-pointer they were taking. Whop. Whop. Dillingham, some freshman for – and Reeves – Another guy for Kentucky, Dillingham, pull up three. Next possession. Oh, pass to him, pull up three, pull, three, three. He scored like 16 points in about five minutes. It was at the United Center? Yes. Usually cold rims. I wouldn't have expected that many threes to go in. They were draining every three in the first half, and we got a three at the buzzer of the first. Dickinson, three, to get it within seven. Is he a lefty? Yeah, he's a lefty. You Big shot it dude. with your left hand. Yeah, he's lefty. That's why I did it, because he, he it. held it up there. Dickinson dominated on the inside because he was the only big guy. He was They didn't have any big guys, so he's getting rebounds. But what I always thought of him at Michigan, and I loved, I wanted him to transfer, but I wanted our Uday to stay with him because I thought Ernest Uday would be a great compliment, big dude. Uday transferred to TCU once we got Dickinson. Dickinson is slow. He's not very good defensively. Transfer portal. Um, Kansas... Looked awful. When they went to their bench. But you won. No, no. You're not hearing me. To I be, am. I have headphones in directed to your voice. Great point. And you're looking right at me. You're making eye contact. I am just saying to be the number one team in the country, when you go to the bench. You guys are number one? Yes. <laughs> what the hell? I figured Georgia was number one again. No, Georgia. they're in football. <laughs> they're number one in football. They revealed that between the games. Anyway. When you go to the bench, you expect guys that aren't just going to trip over their dicks the whole time. <laughs> I mean, it's all these. The but, other, but those trip over dicks were stars in high school. Oh yeah, they were superstars, which is insane. Dude, they looked like the most unathletic fools I've ever seen in my life. They could do nothing. The guy that started, the fifth guy, I don't even know his name, and he was terrible. Dude, he couldn't dribble the ball. He couldn't freaking pass the ball. He couldn't play. I mean, I don't know what he brought to the team table, except for he had a good smile on his face and he clapped a couple times. There were only four players for Kansas that knew how to play basketball. The greatest player in my high school's history went to Northern Michigan. Have you heard of that place? No. Yeah, he went to that school and couldn't even get a cup of coffee. I think he came off the bench and got one minute in all four years. Dude, that's how great these guys that are. And you're talking Kansas players. Right. Those guys are out of this world, you get them anywhere outside of that arena against a team like Kentucky. We got Timberlake, Justin Timberlake's nephew playing on the team. Well, get ready. and He's going to show up. I was thinking, okay, Memoir great. with Brittany. He's supposed to be some shooter. He transferred in. Good God, he needs to go. He, he, he looks like LeBron, balding LeBron, and he can't shoot. He can't do anything. He did nothing. And he's got JT's blood in him? Yeah, Timberlake. Oh, we got it. So you got to write that down, Timberlake. Oh, yeah. Timberlake fumbling the ball around. It was. I was like, we look like a bunch of idiots. And Kentucky is whooping our ass, and they're all freshmen. Except for Reeves is not a freshman. But they, they started a lot of freshmen, like three freshmen, and they were kicking our ass all over the court. I don't. Then the second half, guess what happens, Ray? They stopped hitting their threes. Yep, it dried up. The well will It always. dried up and allowed us to get back in the game, and we squeaked out a win. But all I walked away from that game thinking was, A, when Kentucky gets their seven-footers 
and these freshmen get more time under their belt, they're going to be badass. Ooh, so maybe we add them to the list. You got the Arizonas of the world. Kentucky is going to be really freaking good. I'll remember that one. They were. Because it took us all of March Madness last time to determine who was going to win it, and we finally learned in like the round of 32 it was going to be UConn. It's too late. I was going to say, after two games, we knew UConn was head and shoulders above everybody. But I watched that game, and I said, damn, Kansas has no bench. They have no depth whatsoever. The no bench thing will F you every time. Every time. You think it won't, but it will. Foul trouble. Some, you're going to get in foul trouble. You can't only play five guys. The other guys are like they'd never played basketball before. NBA, and, it screws you over, and in college, no less. And I think they said the guy that starts our fifth player, he's only been playing basketball for four years. Ever? Ever. Well, then that totally goes against what I just said. But how is he that good? That he can start for Kansas, but he looks like he's terrible. He looks lost. I mean, Kentucky, they looked like a bunch of athletes. They were so I, I was so much more impressed with Kentucky. I, I, I liked the, the the fight and the grit of Kansas. But Dewan Harris, who is not a, a great he's not a good shooter. He's not very aggressive. They were backing off him. He was draining his threes. I think him and Dickinson are the only ones that made threes. Timberlake is supposed to be the guy that we transferred in that's supposed to be our shooter. They didn't hit shit. Who is this? Uh, who's the guy from last year? Is there one player from last year? Dewan Harris. Okay, that's the guy. And then. Kevin McCullers. Okay, but he transferred from Tech last year to partner up with his buddy Jalen Wilson. Portal. And he he tried to go pro, didn't make. Like he wasn't. Get, they said you need to go work on your offensive game. So he came back. He's an amazing defender. Uh, Dewan Harris, amazing defender. And maybe Dickinson will be better against uh, bigger guys. Kentucky was all smaller guys, so they were driving right past him. They would bring him out on the perimeter and drive right past him. So maybe that's why he wasn't as good defensively, and maybe he'll be better. Some of our passes were just terrible. They would try to lob it in Dickinson. They'd hit the rim. Harden. <laughs> oh, yes. So I am just going to say, I walked away from last night excited that we won. It was a gritty performance. Well, what's the tournament called? I don't know, like Champions Classic or something. I don't. I know. thought it was the Maui. This no, that's coming up. Oh, we're headed to Hawaii today to go to the Maui Invitational. You are Kansas. I mean, you got teams there such as Syracuse. Oh, uh, you know who's Marquette, always there? Purdue, Chilliwathi, uh, no, Chaminade. Chaminade. They host the tournament. Ah, they're always there. They get waxed by forty. Yeah, but uh, Purdue's going to be there, so Edley, Edley. is going to be up in there. Let's go, dude. Purdue's in the top five. They're number two. Wow, I think. So you got number one and number two going to Maui. You got Marquette going to Maui. That's three. Justin keeps telling me about Arizona. We got Arizona him at fourteen hundred. He got him at two thousand. I would like to see what Kentucky was because I was impressed by them. Kansas, I was not impressed. We got the win. As a Jayhawk fan, I was whoo, breathing a sigh of relief, stressed out the whole game. Like, come on, guys, we got to be. This is the number one team in the country. I, Bill Self, I, I, I love you. You're a great coach, and you're going to figure out the bench. But right now, we have no bench players. Yeah. Uh, with basketball, though, there's no real pressure. Football, one loss, you're screwed. You guys could have lost that and still made the big dance. I understand that, but as a fan, emotionally, I'm not ready to lose the first big game of the year. Well, did you bet it? No. Okay. I just watched it. And Abby was walking around. She's like, cats by 90, or what was she saying? She's like, rock chalk. Rock chalk. You guys are going to do that for 30 games this year? Yes. 
Isn't that what being a fan is? Think about a baseball. You do it 162 games. Yeah, but here's the thing. I mean, I'm a fan with my wife of the Vols, but we never really talk about the Vols unless it's Saturday and it's game time. Other than that, we probably never mention the team. But you guys, every day of the week, rock chalk, and then brother, rock chalk, brother, and then you're like, rock chalk, Abby, and then Abby goes, rock chalk, see you boys, and she goes to a bar and has one beer and calls it a day. She did say she went to the official KU watch party, and she said there were not very many people there. (laughs) And I said, yeah, Abby, because it tipped off at like 940 at night. And you're in Nashville. This isn't Lawrence. No, there's a big contingent. She says it's usually packed, like if they're earlier games, but 940 is a lot, very late for people. Dang, and she's so she's going to actual bars with Kansas fans, and yeah, she's not cheating on Arnold. The, Arnold, <laughs> she's making out with some redneck corn hooker. Oh no, no, not no. Those are the corn huskers. They are from <laughs> Nebraska, <laughs> and we don't oh, we don't cross populate, cross pollinate. <laughs> uh, He's out on his tractor. We're watching basketball. Oh yes, yes. Oh, wrong one. Yes, oh, wrong one. And I did just uh, text cats by ninety, Christina. Yeah, she's doing other people's podcasts. I said rock chalk. Yeah. Thank you. A little late. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? 
we're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. What stories we got? Anything good? Oh, yeah. We got some sad news, man. Ray, I got a divorce. No, not a divorce. And it's not, oh, it's sad news about the convention. Deshaun Watson's out for the year. Deshaun Watson was hurt, came back, hurt, can't play, comes back, has his best game, leads him to a crazy win against the Ravens, and now he's out for the year. And the Cleveland Browns could have Dobbs. They had him on the team last year. They had him at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. They decided to go with Dorian whatever that Dorian Thompson Robinson from freaking UCLA played him one game against the Ravens and said, this guy is not NFL ready. We got to go get somebody. They go get PJ Walker, your guy, what's his name? Yep. PJ gunslinging Walker. Yep. From the XFL, the raw dogs of Houston and also played for the bears, the Carolina Panthers. And he's terrible, but they win games. He leads. So he's their quarterback the rest of the year. PJ Walker. Brown season over. Uh, you said the one guy that has three names, Dorian Thompson Robinson or something like that. Dude, I hung out with a chick in Gallenberg. Her name was Mary Margaret. What's with people having two names? I don't know. <laughs> Betty Sue, man. Lunch- Curly Sue. Lunchbox. That doesn't work. Lunchbox box. But yes, the Brown, like literally with Deshaun, if Deshaun Watson was going to play. But they were good and they beat, then they beat the Ravens. That's what I'm saying. I was driving damn home. I couldn't follow a game on Sunday. If Deshaun Watson was playing like he was this past Sunday. Which was good or what? Really good. And he had a bone bruise, no less. Oh, he's got a broken shoulder. I don't know. He, I'll he, check his bone later. Ray. And he kept doing the whole arm motion, like ah, trying to stretch his shoulder out. That ain't that, man. That's why I turns, get up in the morning. I do windmills. No, no. It turns out it's because he had something broken in there. No. So they I, legit. You got to get that thing massaged. They hey, could have been. Can oh, you imagine the massage oh, staff? No. They're like, fuck. I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, you do it. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> No, you you go in there and look at no 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 no. Was no. he doing the windmills because he was trying to tell the people that he needed a massage and none of them jumped to him anymore? Well, no, no, he was he was doing massage and then whoosh, he was pulling it out like. But that's because of the bone. Yeah, and so hey, but it couldn't happen to a better guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. But the Browns were Super Bowl contenders, man. Yeah, not anymore though. Honestly, I looked at those. I was like trying to do a future. Baser gave me who'd a 35. you look at? Bengals, because you've been saying them. Telling you. Ended up going Chiefs. Just because oh the God. Chiefs are the Chiefs. The AFC ain't as tough as it used to be. We what just do you saw mean? The Bills the- are flawed. Who said that from the beginning? Who is Penny so pissed? Who told you? You told th- me that. You told me that, but you didn't put your money where your mouth is. You're not winning 300000 for that prediction. You're getting clapped by me. You're right. You're the one that said Bills were going to suck. Congrats. I did. Here's the thing. I wonder what the payout would I mean, dude, you would have made shitloads. If I would have picked the Bills not to make the playoffs at the beginning of the year and Eas- bet it. Easily plus 600 or something because they're in an easy division, right? Jets, 
Dolphins, Dolphins. Patriots. But you can still not make uh, win the division and make the playoffs. No, no. If you win the division, you're in the playoffs automatically. But you could have been a wild card made the playoffs. Yes. So I bet that was like plus 600. Very interesting. You need to parlay yes, it with something don't else. Don't tell me the AFC is. The AFC is the hardest. What? Who's good in the NFC? There's five teams that can win it. Okay. The Eagles, the Chiefs, the Go ahead. Lions. They can't win it. Um, 49ers. Okay. And there's got to be one more. Give me it. It's the Ravens? The Ravens. They're the final one, the fifth. The Thank Ravens, you. the Bengals, the Chiefs, oh, the look. Eagles, or left the, the Niners. Left the Bengals. That's out. it. Everybody else can't win it. That's what I'm saying. I looked at it and I was like, this is the easiest thing. Now we just got to narrow it down. I went Chiefs, but it can still be re-narrowed down. I am the Chiefs just worry me because of their offense. They don't their offense doesn't look like their offense. They they win games. I don't know understand how. Because they're smart and they, they have Patrick Mahomes, it's a miracle. But I look at it as holy crap, the a, the NFC is where you want to pick your winner. It's the Niners, the freaking Cow and the and the Eagles. That those are the two teams. Is the Niners quarterback still Purdy? Yes. So he looked bad and then last Sunday he was awesome. Dude, He's been to cook. Hold on. The Niners looked awesome. They needed that they looked fresh and happy Chase and- Daniel. Chase Daniel. They got him, right? No. Defensive guy. They got Chase Young. Yes. Chase Daniel is the quarterback <laughs> the that my wife almost- with your wife at Javier's yeah. at Aria in, in, in yeah. Vegas. Yes, that my wife was like, you know what? <laughs> I might leave my husband for this dude. He looks like an athlete. <laughs> uh, honey, how's your burrito? Oh, well, who is he? Uh, why are you with my why wife? Why do you have his burrito with his stuffing in your mouth? What a great- what a great night. The fact that she sat next to an NFL quarterback, yeah. and we're like, all right, we're going to have this dinner over here. And she's like, oh, I'm finding it at the bar. She ends up. She's like, oh, so what do you do? My husband plays uh, rec soccer on Wednesday nights. What about you? Oh, you play on Sundays? Oh, my husband talks about you. play about football you. on Sundays? A uh, rec league? No, nah, NFL. Oh, tell me more. Uh, my husband has a podcast. <laughs> That's starting to get more respected, though. It was made fun of for a while, but now, I mean, everybody has a podcast. Yeah, everybody. I'm I'm going on another podcast Friday. You are? Yes. I didn't know about that. Some church. You're doing Appa- a church podcast. Apparently, I was drunk at some house party and I told this chick I'd do her podcast. Are you going to do other shout outs for other podcasts on that podcast? Because you do it here, <laughs> so I'm hoping <laughs> you don't. No. Half the hammer. I do it on there. She's like, oh, shh, shh. Dude, I think we honestly record it in a church. No. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell her, hey, d- you don't need to play any clips from our show. I don't know exactly how you guys do it, but uh, and then I had to list my favorite Bible scripture. I went ahead and went with uh, "You can do all things things through Christ who strengthens you." Me, so but but uh, coach, I've already I, fallen asleep. I did not know going into it it was necessarily, but then I got the questionnaire, and I mean we're gonna get deep. She's gonna open me right up. I probably won't tune in, man. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I'm probably not going to listen to that crap. Right. Thank you for being vulnerable. Yeah, th- thank you for sharing your emotions <laughs> and putting your heart out there on that. But but my original point, everybody's got a podcast nowadays. Everybody. I mean, I'm, dude, I'm going to go get gas at the gas station. The guy's going to be like, hey, you want to come on my podcast? <laughs> what is your podcast? All you did is fill my car up. <laughs> you sold a candy bar and a pop to me. Hey man, you 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 want to? We're doing a, ba- a podcast. It's called Baggers. Right? <laughs> like you, you bag a lot of chicks. No, no, 
Me and my buddy, we bag groceries at the grocery store. We're going to tell you tales from the grocery store. Oh, That's yeah. actually not a bad podcast. Not bad. I mean, I think another a great podcast would be Motel Maids. Dude, that would be phenomenal. I mean, do we put it on the podcast network? Motel Maids. So you, you start to think, do people have to be experts to have a good podcast? Dude, why could a podcast not be a Motel Maid? Why could it not be a school bus driver? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or a city bus driver. A city bus driver, even you see, better. Or, or a train conductor. Or a tugboater. What do you see on a tugboat? Yeah, that would nah, actually nah, probably be a bad that's podcast. Bad, that's yeah. bad. Hey, have you been still doing shark bets, or when do the Sharkies play again? Oh, Ray, let me see. Did you trust the process, Ray? No. Couples account has dwindled to 60 after the Gatlinburg weekend. I've been telling you guys, every Sharks game, whoever they are playing, you bet them minus one and a half goals. Last night... They were playing the Florida Panthers in San Jose. And I woke up this morning and I opened up ESPN. And I checked. Why is it on you, poor? And it said, Panthers 4, San Jose Sharks 3. That's not trusting the process. That's not trusting the process. And And that that two goals is tough. Then I click on the article to hear the recap, read the recap. We do not have a recap for this game because nobody follows the Sharks. And it said, the Panthers came to San Jose and beat the Sharks 5-3. to three. I'm like, what? Right up there it says 4-3 to three on the top. Uh-oh. We've got a scoring indifference. We have a scoring indifference. They're, they're like, at the, like when you scroll down, the, like when you go to scores, and it's like it has the college basketball scores, the NBA scores. Women's basketball scores, like some rugby or uh, cricket World Cup scores. Then you get down to the NHL, it had four to three. And when you click on the game and read the recap, it said five to three. I, I'm, I've seen it before in my days of gambling. ESPN is not the end all be all. So then I went by to play by play and I scrolled down to see when the goals were scored. And it was three to three in the third period. And then the Panthers scored again and it was five to three. And I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. So they're obviously wrong. Oh, the ESPN worker screwed something up. So I go to NHL.com, and they have the score listed as 5-3 to three Panthers. It was a scoring error by ESPN, no less. Guys, you trust the, the process. process. That's, what, that's one of our things we can say. With this, you got to trust, trust the, the process. Or do it faster. With this, you gotta trust, trust the, the process. Pro- no, no, no. Maybe it is more drawn out. With this, you gotta yes. trust the process. Boom, dude. We, me and Baser actually might need to trust the process because if we're gonna talk about it the whole podcast, then I probably and should that, actually be involved. There, there's really nothing else to say. I, I, I didn't watch a second of the game. Didn't know. Didn't care. They gotta still be the worst team in hockey. They've only well, yes, they've only won two games, and that is what I'm telling you. It's the easiest. You're going to lose some. I understand that. And now the time is to bet those division winners. Like Boston, you're telling me they're not going to win the division? The Avs, they're not going to win the division? I mean, it's pretty obvious. Uh, Preds, um, here we go, baby. Woo! We're partnered. I did watch. They're 500. Oh, they lost last night. Yeah, to the Anaheim Ducks. They're a couple under five. That's okay. Quack, quack. But I, I'm just telling you, you trust the process because. But I'm saying g- it for futures betting. Now's the time to bet some division winners because you can oh. get even or better money. Well, let, let's see the stand. Let me look at the well, standings. I know Bruins right now are like minus 160 already, and it's just at the first oh my quarter gosh. of the season. You told me a couple weeks ago they were not 
Uh, New York Rangers are killing it. They're well. They're damn. They're eleven and two. And the, you the can Bruins get Rangers are twelve at, and one. Dude, you can get Rangers like plus one sixty to win the division. The Dallas Stars are eleven and three. The Vegas Golden Knights are twelve and three. Wait, the Stars aren't winning the division. Yeah, you think the Avalanche are? Well, no, no. Who's in the lead right now? Dallas Stars. They are in the Central Division of the Western Conference. They are eleven and three. The Pacific Division, the Vegas Golden Knights. That's They're, it. Knights are running away with that. Yeah. One. Uh, so yeah, you trust the process. You won some money again last night. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. Let's see when the San Jose Sharks play again. Let's go to the tape. It's weird doing this thing live. So. Yeah, there could be one tonight. No, they don't play tonight. I already looked. They do not have a back-to-back. I believe they play tomorrow. And that is right. The St. Louis Blues travel to San Jose. And I'm telling you guys, San uh, St. Louis is going to kill them. St. Louis is going to kill them. It's easy. Trust the, the process. process. And we'll take a break. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? 
we're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. Ray, we're kind of dragging balls. No, my wife and I, we got in a little fight, Ray. I knew it. We got in a little fight about our new logo. Did you touch her? No, this was over the phone, man. She... My wife has this tendency to text me 500 things when I'm at work. Oh. Do you ever go through that, Ray? Oh. The f- I was not meaning to do that. I was meaning to do more of an agreeing tone with you. Uh, no, I didn't get 500 texts. I got, here's the ones I got today. Did you find the wallpaper person? <laughs> see? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like. I don't see samples on the site. Will you please ask him how we choose the design? Yeah, I mean... That was it. It was pretty easy today, actually. Oh, my God. Ray, I've got 15 messages. She left me. The St. Louis Blues, minus a goal and a half tomorrow. You're getting plus 130. (laughs) Log in and place that bet right now. Futures bet, Ray. One day ahead. Not much of a future, but hell, I'll win. I'll take plus 130. Anytime. I mean, I've not heard... You said people texting me during the show. Baser, usually about five... It's always difficult when she has a request during the show because I can't talk and I can't Thank leave you. the computer. I can't do any of that stuff. Justin, I haven't heard from him since 7 p.m. last night. Um, I said some stuff. He said, agreed. French has been excused. Nothing on the line means 30 over par for me. We were talking about when we play golf, we need to now start playing for money. And then I said, Ohio State to play Florida State in Atlanta. Thanks. I sent that at 6 a.m., no response. At 7 a.m., I said, and Duke, Michigan State missed. Thanks. Because he needed the over, I believe, over 141. It missed by five. That was it. Uh, Justin, welfare check on him. Baser has been confirmed. She is uh, texting out requests, yes. Continue your story. She said, text Fazio. Uh, did you text her about insurance for the convention? Does iHeart's insurance cover the convention? Yeah. I don't respond. And she said, here's the DM I want you to send to the dugout mugs, guys. Okay, did you send it? Is there a way to uh, check and see if they've read it? Uh, have you heard back from Fazio? Oops, I meant to Google something, not text you. Um, Honey, I'm trying do to you keep- have Do you have Mary's email address? Uh, and also, have you made a decision on the new logo? Do you like what we've gone with? And I said, No. Well, we really need to make a decision <laughs> because we're in over our heads. And we want to get merch for the convention. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, so which one do you like? I'm at work, okay. <laughs> and I and so I finally say, look, I am working right now. I like I, I don't know and I don't care. And she's like, no, you have to care. We need to make a decision. <laughs> and I'm like, do I need to make a decision right now at work? The decision was made while I didn't answer yes or no. So then I call her at, before we do the pod on Monday. And she's just like, all right, you know, we can't just keep pushing this down the road. I'm like, I understand that. There's nothing wrong with kicking the can. She's like, if we don't get it, we, we and I'm like, I, I just don't care anymore. She goes, no, we're not going to do that where we just don't say we don't care. 
It uh, could lead to some great stuff, though. My God. I cared for a little while that Eddie was still on the logo on Spotify, and then I said, F it. I don't even care anymore. iHeartRadio app. If Wherever you listen to your podcast, please download us, rate us, subscribe, tell your friends. But iHeartRadio, uh, the sore losers you podcast. You went down an amazing path there, though. Oh, my God. How much of a stress reliever is it when you go from whatever it is? It doesn't matter if it's a honeydew list or if it's in life, death. I don't care. The moment you say, I don't care, is it not just such a relief? No, it's my answer to everything. Ah! Ah! It's literally my answer to everything. Like, when we go round and round, like, if she says something and then I say something, then she says the same thing, and I'm like, okay, there is no need to give the same opinion three times. So I just say, whatever, I don't care. And there you go. It's all off your plate. And she's like, no, we need to sit here and talk about like, like, like And I'm like, no, we don't need to. Like, because you're going to say the same thing over and over again, and I'm going to say the same thing over and over again. So what's the point of repeating the same Opinion five times each. But, I mean, I can pretty much answer all those questions for her. She should just DM me. I don't like the logo. We need to DM the oh, dugout mugs. I did. Um, we need to talk to Fazio. Did. Oh, you're done already. I did it all, no. but I, I couldn't do it all in the 30 <laughs> seconds while I'm at work. Like, she was at, like, like, we're in the middle of the show, and she's like, have you emailed Fazio? No, I haven't. Like, <laughs> Dude, my favorite is sometimes I have to text. I can only have one hand to text. Because my other hand's running the mouse that runs yeah. the show that over 200 cities. And I'll do a spelling error, and Laura will be like, what are, Baser, she'll say, what are you talking about? I'm sorry, I'm texting with my left hand, and I'm not even really looking at the message. I'm sorry if it's not grammatical. <laughs> I apologize. So, yes, so we are still, she was like, maybe we can pay, you know, I was like, we already paid someone. She goes, yeah, that one didn't work out, so we got to pay someone else to get a new logo. Uh-oh. Maybe some of your listeners are designers, and I'm like, I don't know. I was like, it's expensive to get a look. She goes, yeah, that's part of doing business. This is life because I would oh, ask my, my sister to do the design work, but my sister's so busy right now. She's now giving me, she said, I need to have a talk with Boomer because Boomer's trying to quit the high school basketball team. Oh. And so she's telling me requests to do. I'm like, hey, Muff, I need you to do a design for us. Everybody in America right now, we're losing our minds. It's Christmas season. Yes. And Thanksgiving is next week. Things shut down for a month. Dude, people are losing their fucking minds. That's what she's saying. She's like, we're running out of time because <laughs> the holidays. Oh, shit. And I'm like, I know. Dude, I ba- know. Hey, Bazer hit me with. She goes, you know that's happening in two weeks? And I go, yeah, in my world, that's forever. Because, you know, we don't even. we, uh, You know, one day we. Damn it. Man. Ah, two weeks in my life is a long time. I said, I don't even know who the interviews are in two weeks. And she goes. Two weeks in my world isn't long at all. And I said, well, in my world it is. Maybe we live in different worlds. 100%. That was deeper. Right? I, I'm just like, it's so hard. Men are from Venus. Women are from Mars. You ever read that book, man? I haven't. But yeah, that's that's the deal, the, the situation. So we're still looking for a new logo. Logo. We're trying. We are trying. We want to get new merch. We want to have things for the convention. Sorelosers.com if you want to come to the convention. Now, I want to talk about the college football playoff. Yes. It's still... Does not matter, but there is like it does though. Tell me what matters. Uh, you got to be in the top ten right now if you got any no, no. shot at making the. Playoffs. There's only there's only a few teams that can make the playoffs. Bama, Georgia, Ohio, Ohio State, State, Florida State, Oregon, Michigan, Bama, Washington, Texas, Bama, Oregon, Florida. I said that. Oh, let like go over it again. Georgia, Georgia Ohio, Ohio State, State, Michigan. Michigan. Florida, Florida State, State Oregon, Oregon, Washington, 
Alabama, Texas. Texas. That's it. Eight. Those are the only people that can make the college football playoff. The ghost of Quinn Ewers is going to make the playoffs? That is the, that's the question. I bet they get held out. Well, here's my question. If Texas wins the Big 12. They will. Okay, just let oh, me. Oh, you're acting to a futures better. Alabama goes to the SEC championship and beats Georgia. What team? Georgia. Alabama. Alabama. Florida State is undefeated. I know. 13-0. So they make the playoff. They had the easiest skill. They beat Clemson early. Michigan. LSU. Michigan or, Michigan or Ohio State. One of them is going to be undefeated. So they're in. There's two spots. So Alabama upsets Georgia, wins the SEC. Texas wins the Big 12. And let's say... You can Oregon or let's say Washington goes undefeated. They will. Okay. No, I think Oregon's going to beat them. Oregon will beat them. Okay. Who do you put in the playoff? Oregon. Why? But you, you, got, you got to take two. Oregon. O- Oregon, and then so Bama or Texas. Star quarterback Bo Nix going to win the Heisman. You got to put Oregon in. Oregon's in. Texas beat Bama and won the Big Twelve. Bama goes to the SEC championship and beats Georgia. So Georgia's out then. Yeah, but. Is Bama in or or Texas? Bama's in. So Texas of, is out. Yeah, strength of schedule. Bama has to be in. That's insane. Their schedule, dude. But Texas, Texas went to Bama. Bama. They went to Alabama and beat them by double digits. Yeah, that's just. I get that argument of we're all how they play against each other head to head. You gotta have strength of schedule. I feel like Bama went through some shit, dude. They have to get it put in. If they end up winning the SEC championship. They have to. It. It's just weird because I I don't know I feel like they're not going to leave the Pac-12 out because it's the Pac-12's last year in existence, so they're going to be like, oh, we need to put a Pac-12 team in. But that's why it's a cluster F. It's going to be a cluster F. It really is, but it's going to play itself out. There's going to be upsets. What we really need to, I mean, Florida if we State, want mass chaos, Florida State to me is not very good. They look like crap every single right, week. They could they could lose and solve everything. Because if they just get out of the picture, now if they get out of the picture, then it makes then it's a lot no easier. big deal. There you go. That but we kind of want it to be crazy. So we want, I want Florida it to be State, the, yes, and we need Bama to upset Georgia, which will be tough but possible. They've been looking better. But, They've been but, rolling but, right. But Georgia, if Bama does beat Georgia, Georgia hadn't lost in like fifty two years. Correct. Since the freaking Reagan administration, Georgia may beat the Vols by fifty. They are going to. They, well, it's a ten point line. Bet your house on it. When is it? Is it in two weeks or this weekend? Is it this weekend? I'll bet my house. Anyway, <laughs> honey, sorry, I got to put the house up. We're going to have to move out for a weekend until until Georgia covers. But it, I just, I say Texas should get in, but you know the committee loves Saban. Loves Saban. And Alabama I- runs college football. Nick Saban runs college football. So they're going to lean tor- towards Bama, and the Pac-12 being at their last year, I worry they're going to leave Texas out. But Texas went to Alabama and beat Alabama. I don't know. But there hasn't been impressive wins and you got to think Alabama's strength of schedule. They've been playing they're going to play Georgia, Tennessee, Texas. I get they lost. Texas who's who was their dog shit loss? They lost to somebody. Texas? Yeah. They lost to Oklahoma. Yeah. Last second. That's a bad loss. And Oklahoma's looked bad. Who has looked better recently? Oklahoma, or not Oklahoma, Alabama. Alabama's been on a tear. They're they're kicking people's ass. Yes. Texas 
is squeaking by, and I understand Ewers that, has been hurt. I understand they had their backup quarterback, but even with their quarterback back, oh, isn't their running back or something? Oh, hurt? they just lost him for the ACL. Okay, he's done. He's done. The Texas is out. The committee looks at all that because I think Oregon is going to crush Washington when they play in the in the if they if Washington makes the Pac-12 championship, Washington could lose. They're squeaking by everybody too. It, it's unreal. Bam, it, it'll be Bama, Oregon, Michigan, and Ohio State. But also what solves this is if Georgia just wins, then Texas doesn't really have to stress. That's so easy to no, say, No, it does, because Georgia wins. <laughs> Damn. So, if, okay, this is even crazier. Texas is stressed no matter what. Yes. So are, is Oregon, because they have losses. Yes, because let's say Georgia wins. Florida State will be in, but they're going to trip over their own dicks. You know they are. They're not great. I watched them all year last year betting against him. That Jordan Travis kid, he's small. He can run like a little shit. But then they got the receiver, the Wilson kid. He runs and catches like Mike Evans. You mean Coleman? One of them. From Florida State? Is yeah. that Okay. Here's my here, – okay. This is – I mean, Georgia wins out. They're in. Florida State wins out. They're, they're in. in. Or, Michigan or Ohio State's going to win out. They're in. Oregon – Texas. Win- Oregon wins the Pac-12 with one loss. Texas wins the Big 12 with one they loss. They put Oregon in, hands down. Because Oregon has a, a murderer's row of schedule against the USC's, Washington's twice of the world. Oregon has a hell of a schedule. Utah. So that's even more way tough. Dude, That you look at that Big 12 schedule, it was simple. Texas only had to beat Oklahoma. And they didn't and do they it. And they lost. They actually had Bama too. My bad. Yeah, they beat Bama. I get they beat Bama, but they had a... That's the best non-conference win out there. I get that, but Texas is their strength of schedule so weak. I don't know what Condoleezza Rice is going to do in the box, but... Damn, I'm I'm very intrigued. I mean, it's not going to play out that way. I don't think everybody can just keep winning. I think there's going to be an undefeated Ohio State or Michigan. They're in. One of them is in. guaranteed. But I have no idea who's going to win. Like, if the ACC... you, you, Texas has to start cheering for Florida State to lose. That opens a huge door for them. I mean, at Michigan-Ohio State final game of the year, and then who do they play after that? Like, Indiana for oh, the so, championship? Oh, my God. I don't even know. Just, <laughs> uh, Michigan State, they're like 1-8 and eight this year. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Oregon, plus 1,400. Bet it now. It's not bad. I think you told it to me. I took your idea and bet it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I took your idea, told you about it at the golf course, and then bet it two weeks later. <laughs> Good. Have a great Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I got to miss my soccer game tonight. I gotta, I'm got going to bowling with the Preds tonight. So Partners. Yeah. Well, they asked me, they said, hey, you know, since you're going to be doing the coaches' convention, you're coming to the uh, game, would you like to go bowling with us? I was like, yeah, dude, let's go. That's actually huge for sore losers. Me, Ro- me and Roman Yossi and Saros are on the same bowling league. Ask them for more details about the two listeners that can get on ice during the game if it's guaranteed. It is guaranteed. And if it's not, if our insurance covers one of the sore losers' nations suing us. It is guaranteed. They, two of our listeners get to go on the ice, but you have to buy a ticket to the Preds game during the convention. Sorelosers.com. And are there still uh, seats in the suite? There's still suites in the, seats in the suite, and there's still seats in our section. And can Bazer get in the suite? Because I may have already told her yes. All right. You guys have a good Wednesday. All right. I'll text your wife. Uh, we'll talk to you on Friday. Once again, my wife is texting me.
Have you called the wallpaper paper yet? I can't even talk. We're drunk. Dude, I'm telling you. Trust the process. Hey, guess what? Clippers lost again. Trust the process. Clippers lost again. Trust the process. Yeah, trust the process. process. (laughs) And and, uh, Harden said, I'm trying to tell you guys, I had no training camp. I had no preseason. I'm not in shape. I'm not in game shape, and game shape is huge. But, dude, if they keep losing, guess what? Also, it, does the NBA in-season tournament, do those wins and losses count on your regular season record? Or Bro, no? I've been wondering the same damn thing because I'm looking at who's going to be a rookie of the year. Wemby's ahead by two points in that category. He's ahead by one rebound against Chet. In assists, Chet is winning. And in field goal percentage, Chet is winning. But is that including the in-season tournament? The in-season tournament is the dumbest thing they've ever done since the Clinton administration. And I thought no one cared about the in-season tournament, and then I – Turn it. I see on Twitter that the freaking Warriors and Timberwolves got in a fight over the in-season yes. tournament last night. Yes. Like what? That there was two. There, there wasn't even. There was zero points scored in the game. So was there already hostility, or what? And why did Draymond Green grab Rudy Gobert in a headlock? Well, I hate to say it because you get mad. He's going to talk about it on his podcast. He's got a podcast. But it was just like he's got to fill content. It was un. I mean, Clay Thompson, that dude from the Warriors, or he ripped his jersey and ripped, they were ripping up, and then here comes Draymond out of nowhere, and Gobert had nothing to do with it, and all of a sudden Gobert's tapping. He's tapping because the lights were going out. He's like tap, tap, and then but Gobert there was no- said, "Anytime Steph doesn't play, apparently Steph wasn't in the game." Yeah, Steph was not playing because of knee soreness. I saw and he that. He said, "Anytime that happens, Draymond tries to get kicked out of the game." So then, explain to me how the Warriors are like. They're not the Warriors. The, the Timberwolves are like seven and two, and they had their studs. The Warriors didn't have Clay Thompson. They didn't have Draymond Green or Steph Curry. They're big three. Yeah, that's why the brass is going to realize this no, no. in-season Qu- tournament is the dumbest thing we've ever done since the Reagan administration. Then how did the Timberwolves only win by three points? That's betting. That's no, no. Betting. I'm, not, I'm not talking about betting. I'm just talking about like in life. It seems like they would kill them. I know. Some of those bench players must have just been flying around the court. I didn't watch the game, but I, I just saw that, and I was like, when I saw that they were all three of those guys were not playing, I assumed that the Timberwolves blew them out, and then it was like, no, they won by three. I was like, huh, interesting. It wasn't on TV. Until this in-season tournament is over with, NBA's unbettable. I can't make hide or hair of it. All I know is I turn it on at the courts, 10 different colors, it's an in-season game. I was excited because the Spurs were on TV. They were on TNT last night, and they played before Kansas. So I was like, man, this is a great night. I can watch Spurs, then I can watch Kansas. Uh, Spurs got beat by like 40. <laughs> yeah. so bad. But also, Wemby put up eight and Chet put up seven. Did they just not even play? They only played 30 minutes? A game's 44 minutes. I, well, dude, it was, it was 48. A, no, no, no. I had to turn it off in like the middle of the second quarter because it was just such a blowout. Oh, so I turned it over to Marquette in Illinois. Great game. Great game on Fox Sports 1. And then after them, it was Creighton versus Iowa, but I didn't see much of that game because that's when Kansas was playing. Michigan State, Duke, ugh, slop. Who won? Duke, but it was just sloppy. A lot, lot of fouls. There was no flow to the game. It wasn't. It wasn't a good watch. It wasn't Purdue, good basketball. Purdue wins the Big Ten. I told everybody that, and now I'm leaning towards Chet winning Rookie of the Year with Wemby and the boys getting crushed. Yeah, we're getting crushed a lot. Yeah, I like Chet three times your money right now. Uh, Purdue, it's now moving, but it's plus uh one four zero your money. Oh, one point four. Yeah, I got you. Not uh, to get too technical. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm gonna just go over the. Let's look at when you trust the process. I forgot to look at. I always like to look at the shots. Like if it's a 
in that that the San Jose Sharks game because usually they get outshot by twenty. Correct. I didn't. I haven't looked at it today. Let's see. Um, where is that game? Wednesday, Tuesday. Here we go. Let's see. Let's see. Um. Let's go. Game set recap. Here's the internet crash. I, dude, I'm on NHL.com, dude. I don't know how to use this. It's taking forever. But that is seriously huge. You're going with our partners to that bowling thing. Yeah, it is. I'm, that's what Talk I'm a little shop. I will. How's it going? You guys excited for the convention? Yeah. All right, it's not pulling up. Whatever. I don't care. Oh, they had two shots. Shut up. I just guessed. That's good. All right. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today.